Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. Welcome back to another edition of Capital Connection. Fridays during the noon report, we give you, the listener, direct connection to what's happening in Albany and Harrisburg with the experts on the issues. At the state capitals, they are, as always, Michael Gear at the Pennsylvania Family Institute and Jason McGuire with New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms. It's all about politics, just a couple more days to go before the midterm. Michael, I want to begin with you in that all-important question. Will we know the results on election night? Your Secretary of State suggests we probably won't. What say you, Mr. Gear? Well, I don't know if the Las Vegas oddsmakers have put out the odds on it, but uh, I think uh, if the Secretary of State of Pennsylvania is saying that uh, we likely won't, I think there's a good possibility that we won't, and that's because of uh, some of the guidance that's been given by the Secretary of State and by the, uh, the Wolf administration administration to the different counties on how the count is supposed to take place, as well as the law that is in place. Pennsylvania has only been doing early voting now for just a couple of cycles here now. And so, uh, unfortunately, I think Pennsylvania may be uh, sort of one of those states where we're sitting around wondering uh, what the results will be on that Senate race. Yeah, been there, seen that movie before, and it looks like we might see a rerun of that. Uh, Jason, as we go on the air, uh, early voting has been going on for nearly a week now in New York. Is there any proof that allowing people more time to vote will increase the risk for fraud or abuse? You know, I think there's more concern over what it allows political parties to do. Democrats have been involved in ballot harvesting already, uh, sending out applications pre-filled. You know, they're choosing to vote absentee because of fear of contracting COVID. It allows them more time to check the rolls, see who's voted, and then literally bust people in or pick up those ballots. And so it becomes not so much a stolen election in the sense that, you know, people traditionally think, but there is some rigging of the election, if you will, and it chides it for one party. Yeah. Uh, the Pence- Pennsylvania Supreme Court this week, uh, Michael, uh, made a major ruling. All the mail-in ballots must be properly dated and signed. Um, How do you think that will impact the results on Tuesday night? Well, it was heartwarming to see that was a lawsuit brought by a number of legislators and the Republican National Committee asking for the state to simply follow the law related to the counting of ballots and those that are disqualified or shouldn't be counted. So uh, that, I think, will make for a cleaner election. That would be my view, is that uh, the law is pretty clear about those undated and unpostmarked ballots are not to be counted. Yeah, uh, we talk a lot about polls. This late in the game, Jason, one from Emerson College has Hokel up eight on Zelda in New York. Can we trust the polls that are put out, especially by a lot of these left of center academic institutions? Yeah, I'm not so sure we can trust those polls. You know, the polls have been all over the place. I mean, there are other polls that show Lee Zeldin is up by one point over Governor Kathy Hochul. Some of the polls indicate the trend is moving towards Kathy Hochul. But I'll tell you, on the ground, it just doesn't feel like momentum is moving towards the Democrats here in New York. What's really going on is I think you're seeing endorsements. Um, We think of the Orthodox Jewish vote that's coming out of New York City. Uh, They have now endorsed and are breaking for uh, Representative Lee Zeldin for governor. They're unpollable. There are not polls being done in the Orthodox 
communities and those pocket communities in New York City, and it's in New York City, which he needs to win. So I think the polls are unreliable at this stage of the game. Yeah, how is Zeldin polling in New York City? I had a congressman tell me he is getting over 30% of the vote there. Is that true? Well, early on, he was getting 37%. By early, I'm talking about a month ago. That's probably going to tighten, but if he can break 32 35%, I think he's got a very good shot of winning this election. Yeah. Uh, Michael, no fewer than three presidents uh, are going to be in your state tomorrow. Which, and this begs the question, which former president, because uh, Biden's going to be there as well, but which former president, Obama or Trump, will help their party more when they barnstorm tomorrow as we head down the home stretch here? Well, that's another interesting question because both have strong followings among their base and both have turned out large crowds uh, historically in the Obama candidacy and presidency and Trump the same with massive crowds in Pennsylvania. So it's hard to say ultimately, you know, who's going to make the difference. I think the one thing we know is that Joe Biden is not going to draw big crowds because uh, that's not been something he's done here in Pennsylvania or anywhere in the country. Yeah, I want to bring up Biden again. Um, you know, the, the elephant in the room or, or not in the room because he's not been on the campaign trail very much this cycle. Yeah. Uh, but I want to focus on some state races for just a bit. Jason, you've highlighted four state Senate races because a lot of us f- forget those down ballot races, which are huge as well. You're highlighting four state Senate races to watch uh, next week. What are they and why? Yeah, that number is expanding. I mean, you know, it seems like the map is growing here in New York. So what started as four is, is, is rapidly spreading. And why we're focusing on the down ballot races is because, remember, there's a Democratic supermajority here in New York that uh, prefers Governor Kathy Hochul's position on abortion extremism and other things. Uh, so I think it's important to remember that those votes do matter, not just what's happening in D.C. And we're watching the Hudson Valley in particular because that has been uh, thought of as turning to a blue district, but really it's looking like it may be swinging back towards Republican favor. Long Island is another uh, place where you're seeing Republicans locking up support. Yeah. And Michael, are Republican majorities in the state house and state Senate in jeopardy at all in next week's election? Well, you know, it's interesting because the the redistricting that was done in Pennsylvania and really signed off by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court and really devised by them gave an advantage to the Democrats in terms of uh, the changes that they did in the seats. But nevertheless, it looks like that Republicans will likely be able to hold on to both the House and the Senate here in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and I want to bring up the president because as much as we want to talk, and we've mentioned the issues that are driving this election, the economy, crime, the border, education, Uh, As much as we like to talk about that, it is also about the man who occupies the Oval Office right now. And Jason, the governor said in no uncertain terms last week during that debate with Zeldin, the one and only, that she would endorse President Biden. Emphatically, she said so, if he runs again. Do you think that uh, show of support may come back to hurt the governor in the final days of this campaign? You know, the numbers regarding President Joe Biden here in New York are very mixed. Um, and I think that's because of the political ideology we see in the state. Uh, Democrats are generally supportive. Republicans are opposed. Um, and it's almost a, a tie between the two. So I don't know how much it's going to hurt the governor in her general election, but it really does indicate how much she is tied to the hip of President Joe Biden, despite the uh, crime and inflation that we're seeing in our state. Yeah, talking about Scranton Joe, as he likes to call himself, Michael, the midterms are always a referendum on the sitting president, are they not? 
Well, I think they are, and that, that's why we see the fluctuation each and every year with the, the party that's not in power at the White House uh, seeming to gain seats. So I think it is an issue. Uh, what's interesting to me is the media backing of President Biden is starting to crack the New York Times, uh, raising uh, the issue of his incomplete sentences, his uh, nonsensical sentences and things that he's, he's now saying on the campaign trail uh, is an indication of cracking in his support, even among the mainstream media. Yeah. And then, you know, Jason, I want to just talk about that. That Senate race between Senator Schumer and an unknown in the world of politics, Mr. Pinion. Who is this guy? Is that race even worth mentioning? Could that one close here in the final days? You know, I think it's a race that is of interest because it involves uh, Senator Chuck Schumer. Uh, but I have a hard time believing that the Republican Joe Pinion can really close those numbers. Uh, that being said, it is a decision of the voters. And if they think Chuck, uh, Senator Schumer has had enough time, uh, 42 years serving in uh, public office, and they're looking for someone new, then Joe Pinion could be a, a good option for those voters. Yeah. And then finally, you know, back to the Oz Fetterman race. We haven't mentioned it yet, but that's the one everybody's going to be watching on election. Night. How big was that endorsement from the Pittsburgh Post Gazette, and uh, where do you see that one going here in the final days, Michael? Well, um, it's going to be a tight race. There's no question about it. The polls continue to have a tight, but even you know the post debate with uh, Fetterman doing so poorly in terms of just being able to put sentences together has been repeated, even as he's appeared on television stations. So I think uh, that factor, his health, is going to continue to be a factor as well as those endorsements. All right, we'll see where it goes. It's our final capital connection before the election and uh, we want to let our listeners know that you both have wonderful voter guides uh be an informed voter when you go and cast that ballot uh michael we'll begin with you where can folks learn more about the candidates on the ballot in pennsylvania pafamilyvoter.com and in new york state jason you've got a voter guide as well where can folks find that albanyupdate.com 